All right, so here we are um, in my house. I'm Russ Dobrzynski, and I am the uh, the outfitter for Montana Dream Fishing Outfitters. I also write for the Montana Dream blog, and I'm sitting here with Big Jim, Jim Murray. What's How up, doing? Russ? Uh, Jim is uh, he's he's going to be a contributor and and somewhat of a partner to this podcast. Uh, it's kind of our first go around, so we're we're going to check out how this whole thing works out. Um, but first of all, we did fish today, right, Jim? We went out and uh, braved some gnarly weather at times. We had a pretty good day. It was fun. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, uh, describe your day, Jim. What? Well, we started out, you know, nymphing, wanted to catch a few fish, and we were doing some camera work, so we wanted to try and catch some uh, some fish and film it, and uh, the nymphing started out a little slow, but we kind of got into them, and then uh, towards the end of the day, we said, let's throw some streamers, and the streamer bite was pretty active, I thought. Yeah, it was, it was good. We didn't, you know, we didn't catch any big fish, but, you know, it was, it was, it was all right. It was, um, you know, back in the day, like, we always talk about that. Back in the day, uh, it, the streamer bite was was better. Um, but today, pretty reminiscent reminiscent of that. It wasn't not a lot of big fish, but we did. You know, we only streamer fish for what forty five minutes, maybe. Yeah, it was good. It was good. We had a stretch there of about twenty minutes where it was pretty bang, 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 solid. three fish, and it and it was pretty quick. Right. So. Um, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna throw out topics and and uh, and talk a little bit about um, fishing this time of year. It's February eighteenth. Um, is it eighteenth or nineteenth? Eighteenth. It's the eighteenth today. All right. So, um, not a lot of fish people fishing. Not a lot of people on the river um, because you I think know we the might weather. Be the only ones out there today. Yeah, and and with the weather, you know, there's a lot of people that were probably like, "Holy crap." It's a good thing we weren't out right. there. Um, but it did, it was weird. It was like 10 minutes. It was bad. And then, really bad. And then it got really good. Like the weather was was nice. It calmed down. We thought we might see some heads. And yeah, it was perfect conditions. Right. Some midges out there. But, um, and then it got windy again. But, you know, whatever. I mean, we spent four or five hours out there fishing. I mean, what else are you going to do in, in February? Not a bad way to spend the day. Right. So, if you are going to fish in February, here's the 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 big question: Is you have, yeah, we'll, we'll give you four flies. You you can only fish four flies. Like, what are you gonna fish with, or what are you gonna bring to the river? So, I'm not ashamed to admit that I don't mind nymph and fish up, especially you know on this time of year, and so. I'm not even thinking in my head. I'm not even thinking streamers. I'm not even thinking dries. I'm thinking, what nymphs am I going to use this time of year in February? And this probably goes from, you know, January through, say, March-ish. But I'm going to probably have, like, a size 12, size 14, like a big, like a rainbow check or an Amex, uh, followed by a... um, a smaller size 16, maybe an 18, fire bead, soft tackle, a sow bug. And if I'm adding a fourth fly to that mix, probably a zebra midge. And then I would leave those the bigger nymphs up top 
followed by either the fire beat or the zebra, kind of depending on what was happening. And that's what I would roll with. So that's interesting because because I was going to throw a little twist in this. Right? Okay. All right. So my my thing is if I was going to go out to the to the river right now and fish for myself, I would definitely knowing that um, you know there's there's a potential for a midge hatch. Um, I would definitely like bring the fire bead sow bug. Um, Gotta have it. And then some kind of either checked in for a, a pink scud. However, this is where it gets interesting. So I 100% like I would bring uh, a, a JJ special uh, for a streamer. You love the JJ. You know, and um, God, I don't know if I'd risk a, a, a dry fly, but. You only have four, remember. Right. So gonna... I would bring a Griffith Nat. So between those four flies, I know, like, what I would be doing is throwing streamers. And just, you know, that to me, that's fun. Now, it's a little risky throwing streamers with just one streamer, right? Like, if it's not on, if they're not on that bug and you're throwing streamers and that's all you've got. Well, therein lies the problem. <laughs> it's like you have to, because honestly, maybe if I was. If I was just fishing for myself, I might bring a couple streamers, like a maybe a brown and yellow conehead bugger, a JJ special, maybe a, a black. So you would leave the nymphs out. You would just bring like three. I would streamers. bring. I would bring a scud, mm-hmm. just so I didn't get skunked. You know, <laughs> right? like I would throw you streamers. Can't have, you can't have a beer till you have a fish in the boat. So. Uh, right, right. That is the rule, but. So I would throw streamers, but until I, if it was not happening, you not at all. Yeah. Then I would I would be like, I gotta I gotta catch one fish. So here's fair the enough, fair enough. Here's the twist though. All right. So if you were guiding, if you were guiding, and and then I got a call from you tomorrow and said yeah, and said you're on the water tomorrow. Right. What are you gonna bring? Because because that. For you, you know, and, th- and there's nothing wrong with this. What, what I'm saying is that that some people just want to catch fish. Some people want to catch fish, you know, way. the way they want to do it. Right. Um, you know, would that would your arsenal, your four flies, would that change? Well, depending on I would, you know, what whatever. Typically, clients coming out here this time of year wanted to fish. Um. Probably kind of knows the deal, knows that we're probably going to be nymphing primarily. Um, but they might be um, someone that wants to, you know, swing streamers. Um, but I would say overall, I would feel comfortable. I would go out with my four bug arsenal. Right. And because that's, you know, that is kind of what they're eating right now. For I would not. <laughs> <laughs> One, if there is any wind, I don't want to get hit in the back of the head with the streamer. Right. Right. And and two, if you're getting paid for it, then you gotta put some fish in the boat. You gotta put fish in the boat. Um, you know, still have fun. And uh, you know, obviously every every scenario is different, but uh, you definitely or I would definitely change that up and, and be more in the you know, having a couple scuds and fire beads. Yeah. And maybe a zebra. And I, I will say you know, maybe unlike other times of year, although not necessarily the case, but, you know, I don't think, I think you, you find those couple of flies. Like, we didn't change nymphs at all today. 
Yeah, I was gonna just ask you that. Like, how many times? Right. How many times between throwing streamers and nymphing did we ever change? None. Zero. Not not right. one time. Right. And so you know, and we caught enough fish where we didn't have to. Maybe if we weren't getting them, we would have switched some stuff up. But I think this time of year, it's like you give them kind of what they want, and they're gonna eat it. Well, and, and and that brings up another question, though. It's like, what this time of year, what are they going to eat? There's really not a lot right. of water. Right. So they're going to eat scuds. They're going to eat fire beads um, or sow bugs for, you know, like, they're, it's just what's in the water. So now, let me ask you this. A fire bead, is that an egg? Are they eating that for an egg? Well, that's that's the question, is that... And who knows what a fish sees in water? You know, the egg, the fire bead is, in my opinion, it, it was originally tied. I don't know this for sure, but I think it was just tied for an egg pattern. Right. You know, and in having a pink fire bead or a, a pink saw bug with that fire bead, uh, to me, that's just an egg pattern. Right. However, you know, we don't know what You're right. fish sees in know. water. That's very true. Unfortunately, we don't. Yeah. So, because it does seem like right now they want the fire bead. Yeah. Know? And well, I think they want anything that looks like food. And and there's there's enough fish in the in the if if it is if the fire bead does replicate an egg pattern, you know, honestly, like who cares? There's right. like how many how many different flies are out there that aren't that aren't um and and we can get into this argument of of like the. Like what end of the spectrum that you lie on the purest end, or you know the just wanting to catch fish end, and as long as it's a fly that's tied uh, with some integrity, you know, right. meaning that it's not there's not a freaking worm on there or or a spinner or something. I mean, it it's it's somewhat natural material. Like again, there's this huge spectrum of that. Right. Um. You know, if it if it mimics an egg pattern, who cares? If it, yeah, the way I look at it, and I think every you're right, every fly fisherman, every guide, every person that does what we do and gets out there has a different philosophy and thought process on this. But I feel like if you are, you know, imitating food. a food source right. that they would find in a natural setting, it's all good. Exactly, and and uh, you know. I mean, there. If you're gonna go on one end of that spectrum, and you're just throwing dry flies, and it has to be natural materials and and all that, that's that's fine. Like that's your that's your deal. But but it's no less like if you're if you're representing uh, a food source accurately, you know, to where a fish eats it, and you know, there's there's a line there, I'm sure, and for everybody, that line is somewhere. But you know, like have I at it, catch fish. You know? Right, right. And I mean, I think where what we're kind of getting at maybe a little bit with this topic is the infamous worm. Yeah. Where, you know, I've known people that will nymph, but will not nymph with a worm. Right. You know, and let's let's just we're going to take a little break here and then we're going to come right back to this. But thanks for, you know, listening. It's the Montana Dream uh, podcast. So uh, Jim Murray and. And myself, Rusto Brzezinski um, of Montana Dream Fishing Outfitters, uh, we will talk to you in a quick break. We're going to refresh our drinks, and, uh, and we'll be right back at it. 
Alright, so Jim Murray and I and Russ Dobrzynski were talking about um uh like what's acceptable. Certain flies. We're talking about this continuum of, you know, the the I I guess the the purists versus, you know, whatever. The guys that just want to catch fish and do it any way they can. Um within that kind of that boundary of what fly fishing is, you know, and and the worm came up. The worm. What do you think about the worm, Jim? You know, I, I've got kind of a... Uh, I wouldn't call it love-hate, but I would call it um, hot-cold relationship with the worm. I go through periods where I really am into the worm, and I throw it a lot. Let me start by... Let me back up once. I'm not opposed to the worm. Um but there's there's different kinds of worms though. I mean there are. I mean there's there's the the, the chenille the chenille worm, you know, the San Juan worm, which is uh you know, it's 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 not natural material, but it's it's still a fly, like you tie it and, and whatever. You got the wire worm. And then there's the dreaded the grappling hook, the wire worm. Well and then there's also now they've got that what's it what's that flexi floss, the rubber yeah. worm. Yep. Which I, I always consider myself, I pretty much, nothing really bothers me when it comes to fly fishing. But that flexi floss, I have to admit, that feels a little bit like I'm throwing like a bass rubber worm like out there. Right, but, but the steel worm, I mean... The steel worm I use, but it is kind of a big... Yeah. But the steel worm, you know, part of the, part of the attraction or, or the, the benefit of using a steel worm is that it's weight. Like you get... Right. You, you know, you don't have a lot of hinging with your fly line because you don't, or not your fly line, but your leader, um, because there's no uh, snapshot or a, a pinch on or whatever. Right. Um. So, so the the steel worm is the way, but it's it is steel. Like it's it's a big freaking hook. Right. Wrapped with wire. Wire. You know, and that's that's all it is. But so is that a fly? You know. And if you're going to use this argument of natural materials and stuff like that, well, I mean, that's, that's that been, definition. No, that's been, but that's been gone a long time right. ago. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, you look at the streamers and stuff, there's natural materials, but there's also, you know, there's so many things that get introduced with, with the eyes, with, um, you know, with, with the, with the heads, the bead heads, the, the hooks themselves, like, like what's natural anymore. Right. Right. Exactly. So I, you know, I personally don't have a problem fishing the worm. And I think, you know, I think people, I'll be honest, I think part of the problem with the worm is the name the worm. So I think people think, you know, I'm nymphing with this, I'm imitating a food source that is in this water system right now that trout are eating with art, you know, an artificial material, not, you know, synthetic, but, uh, but yet certain people have problems with it. Cause I think it's just, it brings them back not, to, is it, is it because it's not an aquatic? I mean, maybe that's it. Because if insect, you're going to use that, unquote. right. But if you're going to use that argument, you know, Hoppers get blown into the right. water, and you're right. throwing hoppers. Like, what's the difference between throwing a foam right. hopper out there or nymphing with the San Juan worm? Right. 
Right, exactly. And I think that, I think people just feel like, well, am I worm fishing or am I fly fishing? You know? Well, I think what the, where the stigma, where the perception comes from is worm fishing is, is these, these guys or kids sitting on the bank uh, throwing a worm out there right. like a real worm and crushing and, fish and right. crushing fish right and sometimes they do sometimes right. they catch more fish than right. us but right. a lot of times they don't here's i'll tell you a funny story i was i was fishing with um uh craig felon from 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 the big hole lodge in you know legendary outfitter great dude awesome guy and love working with him uh, but totally old school. And we're fishing one day. We're heading down the lower river because he loves that stretch. He's not real uh, familiar with it. So I was going to take him down there. And we we're, it can be tough down there. Like you can get your ass handed to you mm-hmm. on the lower stretch. So we're fishing along and, you know, we're looking for heads. It wasn't a good day for rising fish and, you know, um, throwing streamers, sun's out. Streamer bite is anything but a nymph, right? Right, right, right. So we get to this spot, you know, a lot of you will know it, uh, right across from the pump hole, um, about, you know, a couple hours into, into fishing. And I said, you know what, Craig, we got to put a fish in the boat, you know? And, and he's like, let's do it. I said, so we're going to have to nymph this run. We'll catch fish. He's like, I'm totally like, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And I start rigging his line up. And I put a, the the double dirt snake. Double. The double dirt ah. snake. I put two freaking San Juan worms. On. And he looks at me as I'm tying them on. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I'm not fishing with that. Oh. And I was like, what? He says, can we do anything but San Juan worms? And I said, no. If right. you want to catch a fish right here, this you are going to catch one on a San Juan. And he, he refused to fish the San Juan uh. worms. Um, which is totally his prerogative, and and I and he said if you wanna if you wanna do it, then then go ahead and you know have at it. I was like, all right, first cast, <laughs> boom, of catch course. a catch a nice freaking right. rainbow, land it, let it go. Next cast, boom, catch another one, and and he still he still would not fish. With the San Juan worm, which is fine. Everybody's got their and he would nymph if he had to, right? Like he... no, he did nymph. He did nymph. He okay. rigged up. We rigged up a nymph rig for him. Um, that was more but traditional. Just no worm. No worm. No worm. And, and I imagine he probably would feel similar to a fire bead, or he probably wouldn't want. Yeah. Like maybe he like. Yeah. I don't know if it's just the worm that was his tipping point, or it was definitely it yeah. was it was past the tipping point. Right, he wouldn't. Well, have, but I tell you, I don't, I don't think he caught a fish that day on a nymph rig, and he was using just the traditional, uh, you know, pheasant tails and stuff like that. But they just wouldn't eat it, and and we were crushing it on the worm, but he just wouldn't. He just couldn't bring, you know, and to, to you know. To uh, we did catch more fish that day. We finally fish started rising. We started seeing fish up, and and that was really what we were down there for is to is to throw dries in that. But you know we wound up getting some fish on on dries, and and you know not a lot, 
we had to work for, but that was what he was there for. That's what he wanted to do. And, and, uh, you know, client there, there are clients out there that are going to, that are going to have that. And I think, I think that's totally cool. I mean, if, if that client is, you know, or the angler or, you know, wants to fish the way they want to fish, and they know that I'm, I might not catch as many fish as I would if I were to use the worm, for instance, or nymph, for instance. But I, this is how I prefer to fish. This is how I enjoy fishing. This is what I'm out here to do. Right. Is have the day I want to have and enjoy the day I want to have. And it's not about I need to put X number of fish in the boat or I need to, you know, stroke my ego by how many fish I caught. I'm out here to do what I want to do and have fun. More power to them. Right. However, <laughs> some people, they want to do it their way and they want to catch. Right. 50 fish. Hence the and, problem that sometimes we face. Right. And, and again, you know, ex- totally support what we said. Um, if people, if they, like DFOs, if they just want to dry fly only guys, if they just want to throw dry flies all day and they, and they realize that sometimes it can be really tough and they're okay with that, that's fine. Or if they want to limit themselves, um, I'm all for it, you know? Um, and I, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's got their deal. So um, as long as they understand that, you know, that you might be handicapping yourself by, by not, um, you know, fishing with one, like a salmon worm. Right. Um, then, then that's fine. Right. Whatever. You do what you want to do, you know. Um, I've got, can I do one quick worm story for you here? Absolutely. So, uh a couple years ago I was I was guiding and it was it was a group trip and I had this grandfather and granddaughter and the granddaughter was I want to say she was 12 or 13 and grandpa was grandpa age really nice people they were from Texas and the grandfather had fished before fly fished but the granddaughter never had and they were on this big family trip and and we're having this day and and we're fishing, and um, and 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 Grandpa is hooking up, but not really landing much. And the granddaughter is is really struggling landing fish. Like she she would hook up, and they would come unbuttoned, and she'd miss a fish, or and she was a super good sport. Um, I could tell like she wanted to catch a fish, and there's another boat that we're that we're working with, and her brothers giving her a hard time and so anyway long story short we're getting towards the end of the day and i noticed like she's just not she's losing a bunch of fish so i tie on that big wire steel worm the big hook and i said if she hooks something with this she's not gonna lose it and we go we we throw it out there and she hooks up and it you can tell right away it's a nice fish and it's running and she's all super excited and we're playing it, and Grandpa is just static in the back of the boat. And we net this fish, and it was a really nice brown. And Grandpa was ecstatic, and Granddaughter was super happy. And it was just, it was this moment that they shared that I was proud to be a part of as a guy. Sometimes those things that happen where we're like, yeah, that was cool. And it was the worm that brought yeah. it all together. Well, that's, uh, I, I guess that's where you have to 
you know, as, as an outfitter, um, and I'm, you know, I'm promoting a, a, a product, you know, I'm selling a product and promoting a, a, you know, this fly fishing thing and everybody wants to walk away with something, right. You know, and, and, uh, you know what, who cares? Like th- this, this girl, as long here's the only caveat to that is that, is that as long as it's done and, and there's, there's, uh, you know, there's some effort to preserve the resource, which of course that grappling hook is, is, you know what I'm saying? Like well, it's got a barb. It's, it's crazy. Like you would never want to get that hooked into you, but is it a whole lot different than a big streamer? hook? No, it's not. So you know? what I'm saying though, as long as it's done, right. right. Pinching right. the barbs, right. You know, um, and, and you're right. Like sometimes you just gotta throw that freaking thing out there so that you know that you're not going to lose a lot of fish on the steel. Worm. Right. Right. Like if they eat it, you're going to, you're going to land most of those fish. Plus you can put like two X tippet on there. Right. 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 I mean, I'm all for it. I'm right. all for it. As long as it's done responsibly. Of course. Which is, yep. you know, just pinch the friggin' barbs, mm-hmm. you know? Handle the fish well, or right, and and keep uh, them wet. Yeah, <laughs> keep keep them wet. <laughs> keep them wet. On that note, um, we're gonna take another break. And uh, again, you're 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 listening to Big Jim, Jim Murray, and myself, Russ Dobrzynski of Montana Dream Fishing Outfitters and the Montana Dream Blog. All right, so once again, this is Russ Dobrzynski and uh, Jim Murray uh, from Big, Big, Big Jim, Big Jim Murray from Montana Dream Fishing Outfitters and the Montana Dream Blog. Uh, just talking a little bit about our day, talking a little bit about fishing in in February, which can be hit and miss, um, hit or miss. There's, uh, oh, what the heck that was. Um, this isn't the most professional production here, so something happened on my computer. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's still rolling. So here's the deal. Um, we we did have a fun day today. We we fished. Um, I'm gonna put a little video out of our trip today. Um, and you know, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this. We are we're gonna do this once a week. Uh, big Jim and I, and we're gonna we're gonna have other outfitters in that from the area. We predominantly fish on the Missouri River um, and surrounding waters. Do some wade fishing trips and stuff like that. So, uh, if you are at all interested in checking out more about the Missouri River or Montana Dream Fishing Outfitters, um, Google us. That's the best way to get a hold of us. Uh, and the Montana Dream blog is is available for um, anything from, uh, you know, fishing reports. Uh, I do a lot of hunting. Big Jim and I are, are getting more into that. Um, ice fishing. Ice fishing. We caught a bunch of perch uh, this year, this winter. Great Super Bowl party we had. Yeah, we uh, fried up some perch 
beer batter, fries, all that stuff. So, um, you got anything to say there, Big Jim? No, this was fun. I uh, enjoyed it. The inaugural Montana Dream Podcast. Right on. So we're gonna send you guys out and uh, just uh, you know look for us on on the interwebs, right? That's it. All right, man. See ya. Skyline and watching the land.